0: Good morning, Hamilton.
1: This is Rob Golfie with Remax the golfy team. Welcome to the golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Hey,
2: good morning. It is another beautiful Saturday here in the city of Hamilton. We're going to talk a lot about what is happening in the local real estate market today. A scary issue regarding lockboxes in Hamilton that we'll get to. We'll also talk about an Ontario family that thought they bought their dream home, but it has turned into a nightmare. A condo developer wants to dump a whole load of money into buying up single-family homes and turn them into condos. We also have a question for Rob, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Golfy team's latest real estate market watch that was uh, in your mailbox uh, around the city. Got mine earlier this week, and there is some sensational stuff on there as well. Don't forget for the hottest listings in Hamilton and Burlington, RobGolfi.com is the website to go to. That's RobGolfi.com. If you're thinking about selling your home, you gotta call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. The number is nine zero five five seven five seven seven zero zero. And follow the Golfi team on Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter have a question for the golfie team or a topic idea you would like us to discuss on a future program send them an email questions at robgolfie.com. we'll start with what is happening this week another active week in Hamilton Burlington
1: well you know what I, we put a, a house up for sale and it went up last last uh, last week uh, Rick and um, the location like now uh, uh, this two-story and it's actually a two plus one bedroom. But this two-story, two-plus-one bedroom, beautifully done, nicely landscaped, completely done with a walkout out of the basement. Um, we listed it at eight ninety dollars 99 nine. Now, um, we didn't hold offers on this, and, and I said, you've got to be careful. You can, you can try a higher number, but I'm not warranting the higher number because I think it's going to hurt you. Location on this wasn't as good as the location on this other one that sold in March. Now, the one in March... Very similar property very similar size house uh, had had all the same things you know finished fully finished basement and everything else now they sold in March for nine hundred and fifty thousand right and my client we listed at nine hundred and we were hoping to get um, multiple offers on it even though with the amount of action but we didn't get the amount of action that we expected so luckily we didn't go list it higher than the nine hundred but we eventually did get a uh, two offers at the same time, and we sold it for nine hundred thirty-five thousand. Do you know? Uh, my client was almost ready to say, "No, no, no, we really want the nine fifty, like the other people did." Hmm. And I don't. I, and I couldn't understand. I said, "I go, that's a different market." Then I go, "I go, you're getting great money because you're a two plus one bedroom. That was a three bedroom, and." Uh, and and I and I said you got to be very very careful. I says I'll, I'll I'll follow your directions, but I need an email from you indicating that you are going to reject this nine hundred thirty five thousand, and 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 uh, and that if down the road you know if we don't get anything more, at least I have an email indicating that that was your instructions to me. And so they took they took the um, the offer to decide to accept it uh, to be almost right to the end. And they, they were, and they really wanted nine. They were fifteen thousand off. And I said to them, I said, "You're doing fantastic on this number. I, I really do, because their location's better and their time was better." I said, "If we listed and sold two and a half months earlier, or three months earlier, I truly feel that you probably would have got nine fifty or even more, just because of the fact that you know us at the Golfy team would have had a, a, a you know the marketing strategy to get you probably ten twenty offers on that on your property, but." But see, people are killing deals right now, Rick. They're hurting themselves by trying to get what their neighbors got three months ago. And it's, and, and I'm telling you, it, it, this is a new pandemic in real estate.
2: <laughs> For 15 I mean, that's not a lot to kill a deal that's worth nearly a million dollars.
1: I know, and I couldn't believe it. And you know what? And deep down in my heart, if she did not go with it, I knew she was gonna regret it down the road. Yeah. I, I knew that because we've seen it happen that they regret it and then offers came in later and they were all lower. Like there was only two offers on this thing. One at nine hundred and one at nine thirty five. Hmm. Now, Rick, like I mean we didn't we didn't have we didn't we didn't have like uh like ten offers on this place. And I think if we did have ten offers, we probably have got nine fifty to a million dollars for this place. But it's only it's only a eighteen hundred square foot Two story home. Wow, like it's not. It wasn't like you know, like a, a twenty four to three thousand square foot home. So they did. They did pretty good on on, on this, where the location was and everything else. They the, the next day they called me and they said, Rob, we're uh, we're really happy. We're really sorry, but we <laughs> deep down in our hearts we had this number in our head and it just kind of locked in and it was just kind of affecting us. And I and I wasn't pushing them. I just said, listen, just I just need an email from you. Re- to uh, direct me because what happens is your email. What it does is it solidifies them. As they're typing it to me, they're realizing, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe we shouldn't, uh, uh, not accept this because if they say it by voice, guess what? A week later, they're going to say, Rob, why didn't you tell us or why They, they forget what the conversation happens. And they'll, and they, and, and then they'll say, well, we didn't say that. We thought, you you, you know, like, like you said to us that we probably can get more money. You know what I mean? Right. That's why you need an email if somebody's rejecting an offer so that it's in writing from their email address indicating that they rejected it. So they can't come back to me and say, you know what, that was your fault, that was your fault because I know what the outcome is going to be. I've been there many times with uh, clients where they rejected an offer and they regret after and then... They, then they start pointing fingers. So we always we always try to get an email indicating that they rejected it and the reason why they rejected it.
2: It's almost as if you are forcing the homeowner to to have you know sober second thoughts, so to speak, in terms of you know they they have to put pen to paper or you know type out an email to say yeah we don't want this and really makes them think about what they're actually looking for or wanting to do.
1: Yeah, because sometimes you have no idea. Uh, I'm not sure if in the past we talked about, uh, even though you're talking to the, uh, client, they're not listening, <laughs> <laughs> they are not listening to they're they're the, the number in their head. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and so that's why when you have them, uh, send you an email, then they realize what they're typing and then it, it, it they get it. They understand it. And a lot of times when you ask them to type and send you an email, they don't, they say, okay, we're going to go. <laughs> so it's, it's not a tactic to get them to accept it. It's just a preventative measure to, so there's no blame game on, on anybody. So they did take the 9:35. Uh, it was at the 11th hour. They did fantastic on their, on, they did really well for, for, for being, uh, the location and for being a two plus one bedroom, two story house. Like it's, like, Rick, I, I, they did fantastic, and they realized that after the next day. They called and said, you know, we're really sorry that we're dragging this thing out. And I said to them, I go, you are going to lose this deal if we don't get this done. I says, you have to make a decision whether you want it or you don't, and uh, so they went for it.
2: And the scary part is, if they rejected, they may have never gotten anywhere close to 935, let alone 950.
1: No, because they weren't getting that many showings. We were pushing the market with this house. I'm going to tell you that we were pushing it. We did, we critiqued the listing a little bit to get, to draw uh, attention to it so that we would get more showings on it. Um, and that, and that comes with experience what we did to the listing to, to, to draw more people to it. But, um, but we weren't getting the action that, uh, that, uh, I thought we would get. And, and, and the only reason we did get the action is because I did critique the listing to get people in there. Huh. So, um. Yeah. Like it just. It, you know. We only. Like literally. We only had five showings in one week. So, Rick. Like it wasn't like people were jumping. Uh. You know. And like diving at this place.
2: Yeah. People
1: weren't jumping. You know. So we, we 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 did we we did really well and they and they re- realized that after.
2: Uh, before we move on to another topic, two plus one bedroom does that mean a bedroom is in the basement?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Anything below grade, uh, would be the plus. So sometimes you have a. Um, a four-level back split. So you got the upper level with three bedrooms, then you got the the, the main level with the the, the, the uh, kitchen and uh, dining room and living room, and then you go down another three steps, and you're still above level because you have a walkout. Sometimes that's even considered above level. So that could be a four-bedroom house, hmm. even though it's not all on the same level. But anything below grade uh, would be a plus bedroom.
2: That makes sense. Uh, All right, let's move on to our next topic. We've got a couple of minutes before uh, the end of this segment, but let's launch into it. Uh, We're talking about lock boxes, and uh, apparently there are some lock box thieves that are prowling about, uh, so much so that the golfy team uh, sent out a news release warning the public and other realtors that, yeah, this is going on. Um, How scary is this?
1: It, It is very scary. It hasn't happened to us. But there was an agent on our real estate board. Uh, she sent out a a, a post uh, to all the members on the board, and indicating that what what happened. So we we saw we read this and we took off and and, and wrote a, a press release on it. And I think it's important for people to know. Now, I, I Rick, I you saw the picture of how sometimes lock boxes are all crumpled. There's there could be like thirty lock boxes yeah, now. The problem yeah. with those lock boxes is that agents sometimes don't even remove them after they sold the property. Oh, and, they just, and it's just a pile of lockboxes locked up against some kind of railing or something like that. And like, you look at the building, there's only you know, three homes for sale and there's three closings happening in the next 60 days. So there should only be you know, six lockboxes on there the most. And, but a lot of agents don't remove them. So what somebody has done is they must have got some kind of uh, quick... Um, uh, like grinder that cuts the lock uh, the hook of the lock box like you know like it's a lock yep. and and they took them all and then they obviously and they're cutting these boxes open and they're getting the keys so what they're doing is they're going on on uh, realtor.ca checking to see what's for sale and they're and, and what they're doing is they're walking in and checking okay well we got six keys here and there's you know let's say there's six uh, houses and they're going to each one or and they're pu- or buzzing the unit to see if anybody's home and if Mm. nobody's home, they're going in. And so we've got to be careful. Now, the other thing is, I don't know how they're getting in, uh, with these, uh, keys and stuff. So they must be trying like six keys for every door because online, like when you go to a, a a condo building, it, it usually goes by name. I don't, and, and, and if it, or a different number, it doesn't go by unit number or, uh, or whatever. So it just, every building's different.
2: So So let's let's take a time out there and we'll revisit this story when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Uh. Used to be so hard.
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Joining me once again is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Gartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 Seven seven zero zero. Don't forget, Golfy gets it sold, and they do so in a safe and effective manner during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Have a question for the Golfy team, or a topic idea you'd like us to pounce upon on a future episode? You can send them an email: questions at robgolfy.com dot com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we have a question for Rob that we'll get to a little later on in the program. We'll talk about a condo developer that's buying up a lot of, or at least plans to buy up a lot of single-family homes and turn them into rental units. And we'll also talk about an Ontario family who thought they bought their dream home, but it's turned into a nightmare. But we're continuing our discussion about Lockbox Thieves number of lockboxes have uh, been stolen basically and now these thieves have the keys to these units who were being sold and uh, as we mentioned just before the break this is uh, really scary stuff
1: yeah it 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 is it is scary stuff so so what's happening is uh so these guys will eventually get caught or if they stop uh then hopefully it stops but they they will get caught cuz uh they're uh you know what happens is these guys are you know, walking into people's condos and, and taking whatever they want. One, one agent uh, that did list a property uh, downtown Hamilton uh, called me from a different brokerage, asked me, Hey Rob, uh, your, your office is close to this um, condo building. Is it okay if we uh, leave a key there? That, and, and, um, and so people, agents can pick it up there. And I said, Absolutely, not a problem. So I, I don't think lock boxes should be at the site now. I think there should be a different location, so uh, any thieves uh, won't know where they are unless they're a realtor. So, and I don't, I, I can't imagine a realtor would even uh, think about doing something like this. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's a sad thing, and you know, there's always, you know, but hopefully, this has never happened before. This will make dealing with condo showings differently in the future. You, you, there'll there'll be something different happening, so um, it, it'll get. Uh, Uh, They'll they'll come up with a a system or a method uh, so that this will never happen again.
2: I can I can envision a lockbox slash. Uh, you know, house key center, some some building downtown that realtors go to to drop off keys to units and homes across the city and prospective buyers go into these places, register, you know, have, uh, you know, uh, confirmation numbers or whatever the case is. They get the key, they go visit the home, then they bring the key back. I'm not sure if that's, you know, realistic, but uh, it's an idea that just kind of popped in my head as you're talking about, you know, different avenues that uh, we can take uh, going down the road.
1: I, I think the best way it is is that there's a lockbox on the actual door on the unit, mm-hmm. and then they have to buzz to get in. They have to buzz uh, to get in uh, from the superintendent. That's, I think it's the only way. You can't have a lockbox outside, and uh, and then and then uh, somebody has access to that. So the lockbox is actually on the unit door inside the condi- condominium building, and then, they, and then uh, anybody that needs to get in to access that. That property would be an agent, and they would have to buzz a superintendent that uh, lives on site. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only way they can do it to, to prevent any more of this happening.
2: Yeah, because you can't go inside a home without a realtor, correct?
1: That's right. That's right. So so when you get to the condo building, they're inside that block box is either a fob or a key that gets you into the main door, mm-hmm. and then the second key gets you into the unit door. So I think that you can't have that main door uh, no, nobody should have access to a key or a fob to that main door. I think that should be, you've got to buzz the superintendent. It is a bit of a pain in the butt for, uh, for the superintendent and uh, the management company, but, I mean, it's the only safe factor, unless you find a different location to put uh, the key. It makes it a little bit more difficult for the agent. There's no doubt about it if they have to run around, because if they're showing five condos in five different buildings, now they've got to scramble to five locations to find a key and then go to the five locations where the condo is. It just, it just makes things a little difficult. But I, I, I know that there will be a, a method in the system that will come up that it will prevent anything like this happening again.
2: In the news release that the Golfy Team uh, put out, uh, the Golfy Team's first priority is to keep their clients and their property safe and will continue to work diligently to protect their privacy. Remax Escarpment Golfy Team Inc. Uh, hopes that all agents, clients, and potential buyers stay vigilant, spread the word, and continue to make buying and selling houses uh, an exciting and safe experience for everyone. And hopefully that is uh, the case in the weeks and the months to come and uh, forever and ever. Awesome. Let's talk about uh, an Ontario family. This was a family that was moving from Brampton to Halton Hills, and uh, they thought they were purchasing their dream home, but it's really turned into a nightmare, and it's all because they waived a home inspection. Lisa Song is uh, uh, the mother of this family, and it says, quote, uh, it's taken a toll on me and my family because it was supposed to be our dream home, and right now it's a disaster, a nightmare, and... Um, All because, again, they they waived their home inspection. So they used to live with her family in Brampton. They wanted more peace and quiet, a little more space in the countryside. So to Halton Hills they go. They lost a bidding war in uh, March of 2020. Days later, the seller, who was also the listing agent, contacted them to say, hey, they could buy it as long as they increased their offer and waived the home inspection. So she was a little hesitant at first, but she agreed and, and they waived it due to the pandemic. They didn't move in for a few months, but once they did, they found a bunch of problems, including no well water. Uh, they had issues with the septic system all told, you know, the, the, the dollars are piling up. It's, it's upward of 130, $150,000 in terms of repairs. They had leaks in the basement. Uh, this is a nightmarish situation for this family.
1: It, it, it's terrible. And and I'll tell you something. They're probably not the only people in in Ontario or Canada that have bought a house with no uh, home inspection condition because of this uh, frenzy in this market. Uh, people, you know, when when you're up against ten other offers or fifteen other offers, I mean, you can't go in with a condition. And and it is sad. It is a sad situation now. With this situation, uh, with these, with this family. Um, you know what? I think that realtor is going to be in a lot of trouble because (laughs) yeah, like, like he's not going to be insured, uh, when it comes to errors and omissions, because there's no doubt that if these people experienced this problem, this problem that, that, uh, real realtor was experiencing it. And that realtor has a code of ethics to disclose all, all uh, problems with the property, especially if his own property. So he's going to be in a lot of trouble. So I think he better get ready to write, uh, write a check because it's going to cost him that much in legal fees uh, if he's going to fight this. So he might as well just be upfront, pay it, and, and, and go on with it. But saying that, I think, the, I think this family here has a chance to, to recoup a lot of that money. There's no doubt about it because the seller was a realtor. But number two, uh, thousands of homes have been selling without a home inspection. And, and I'm sure there's people going through this right now. And I feel bad for them. And, 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 and I talked about this before on the show. And it is, it is it, it, there's nothing you can do about it. But the, here, here's the thing is, is, if you're buying a house and, and, and people want to save that, you know, three to $500 on a home inspection, bring somebody that's knowledgeable. Like you need to look at like walk around the property, ask, maybe, you know, ask questions about the property. Like, like a lot of agents and our, our uh, further clients aren't asking questions about the property. Like you can ask five, six questions. Hey, do you have any roof leakage? Do you have any moisture or water leakage in your basement? Do you have any, uh, electric, uh, is all your plumbing, uh, what kind of plumbing? Do you have Kytec plumbing a or do you have, uh, copper plumbing? Do you have uh, aluminum wiring. Do you have knob and tube wiring? If you have, if, if, all you need is about five to ten questions, and that can solve the problems. Now, some, if they don't want to answer that, you don't want that house because obviously they're hiding something. So the thing is, if you ask uh, an agent questions about the property, they have to answer it. Now, if they're answering unknown, 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 unknown then I'd, I'd be a little weary about it. But usually, if they're going in an offer and they're they're holding offers. You have time to go in for a second time to take a look and bring somebody through. You should do that. You should do that. I know that you have one in, in 10 or one in 20 chance of getting the house because there's 10, 20 offers on it. But just bring a friend that knows something. And I know it's a pain in the butt for the friend and this and that. But if you're going in strong, get, get somebody in there or get, get an experienced agent. Like I sometimes will walk through houses for clients and say, like one of our agents are working with, and I'll walk through and I'll say, you know what, be careful with this, be careful, you're going to have issues with that. I know that. I've been through thousands of homes, and that's what you need. You need somebody that's been through thousands of homes that, can, that deals with, that knows homes. I own, I own uh, uh, rental properties, and I have issues all the time. I've got uh, issues with roof leakage, uh, east trough problems, wiring problems. I've dealt with all of that. You need somebody experienced that can look at that, say, hey, I'm really ready to put an offer on this house. I need to know is is, is any issues there. And I can detect that. You know, like I said, we've got a small ladder here in our office that people, some of the agents will take with them in case we need to get into the attic. Again, take a second look at with somebody that's experienced. And I know thousands. I know there's thousands of people in across Canada that are going through the same thing as probably the, this this family is, and I feel for them. And because they saved enough money to uh, to buy the house and down payment, and now they got to deal with uh, issues that uh, they didn't expect.
2: I know it's uh, obviously it was hectic in uh, in even March 2020 as people are kind of scrambling to you know uh, outbid others. But is it safe to say that this family's realtor also failed them?
1: Um, You know what I think? I don't, I think this realtor, uh, they dealt with the realtor direct. I I think that's, I think that's what happened. So this guy's in big trouble. Like he, I'm going to tell you something. He just better take out his uh, checkbook and just write the check (laughs) and, and, and just let it go. Because otherwise this guy is in big trouble because he's not going to be insured with the errors and emissions, especially with, with all the problems that these people had with this house.
2: Yeah, and the, the mother of the family said, quote, uh, she regrets waiving the home inspection. And that's obviously an understatement, you know, for $500 um, and, and not waiving, you know, the home inspection. Uh, she could have saved herself a lot of money and a, a lot of heartbreak uh, as well. Uh, let's well, the,
1: uh, go, go oh, ahead. Sorry, just one last thing. The, the the agent didn't want them. He asked them not to go in with them, right, an yeah. inspection clause. Yeah. So so really, like, that that's another red flag there.
2: Yeah, that should have tipped them off, especially when the, the yeah. listing agent is saying, hey, you know, Uh, Bring more money to the table and (laughs) waive the home inspection. That's a huge red flag. Uh, Let's uh, hop over to our uh, other topic here. And this is uh, a very interesting story. There's a um, uh, a developer who wants to basically sink a billion dollars into buying and fixing and renting out about 4,000 ground-level suburban homes across Ontario, BC, Quebec, and Atlantic Canada over the next five years. And um, it's taking a lot of grief for it because there's a lot of people saying, well, they're just profiting on, uh, A, the, the, the housing frenzy, but then going to resell all these units to uh, individuals to, to make a profit. A, it, in my opinion, it's good business. And B, you know, one of the uh, items in this company's kind of master plan is creating more affordable rental uh, homes in places where people want to live. So I see it kind of as a win-win. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Like, you know, I think people are worried because they're going to uh, uh, still cause a shortage of homes on the market if they're buying a lot. And I can guarantee that Toronto, Hamilton and possibly Niagara are going to be one of the top uh, areas that they'll buy, especially affordability. So what they want to do is buy houses and, and also build some, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Uh buy houses, uh, convert them into two units. And so they, they obviously have to get the OK from the uh, the, the townships and cities that they can uh, put put them as a two, uh, a two unit uh, building offer so they they create a lot of income uh, for the for the uh, for the house and uh, and it, it'll build their portfolio so they're realizing uh, this company's realizing that they can make more money uh, buying and holding on and and converting into uh, two family homes than building an actual condo building itself mm-hmm. like if you've got a billion dollars they probably can you know, double that billion dollars in uh, in a course of ten years, which is which is uh, probably you know which is a lot of money. But and now now the buying power is if they've got a billion dollars, they're not they're not buying cash. They're probably only going in with twenty to thirty or forty percent down. Right. So they've got they can buy probably uh, three billion dollars worth of real estate. Uh, but I I think it will create a little bit of a shortage. It does create more affordable rental uh properties for for people that because there is a shortage of rentals it it could flood the market i I doubt that Uh, there is a shortage of uh homes on the market out there which which if they concentrate in a certain area like let's say like a hub like hamilton it it could affect the real estate market there if they're buying up a lot of properties A, a place like toronto uh you know what it's so widespread there I don't think it'll, it'll affect there. It'll affect smaller areas, uh, if they're buying up like crazy. And, and in the U S they've been doing that. These are private equity companies they're called REITs, uh, you know, and, and, people invest in real estate companies and stuff. But this is, I'm not sure if this is a private company or, 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 uh, a, uh, a, a, a or whatever, the, the Toronto stock exchange, right. uh, type of company. But, uh, uh, they're following the format of uh, U.S. companies that have do- been doing this for a long
0: time.
2: Interesting stuff. Uh, I do have one more question, but we'll get to that after the break. We'll also talk about a, uh, the golfy team's latest real estate market watch uh, that was in your mailbox, and we also have a question for Rob as well. Stay tuned. The Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900CHML.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900CHML. I wish I was home. I'm escaping home when my music's playing. Home when my love lies waiting silently.
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio. On the line once again, Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You have a question for the Golfie team? Send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's rob, icom The hottest listings in town. And if you want to list your home, you got to call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Find them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. One last uh, uh, question regarding this uh, story about a uh, developer who plans to buy 4,000 suburban homes across Ontario, B.C., Quebec, and Atlantic Canada over the next five years. And uh, plans to spend a billion dollars in doing so. So they're buying, let's take for example, in you know, a one house. They're buying one house. They're splitting it into two. Um, depending on what the price of that home is, $500,000, do you expect them to sell half of a home, uh, equal to the, the total purchase price?
1: You know what? It depends on, on how big the home is. Uh, I know on Herkimer street, they've got some big houses that were converted into, uh, uh, duplexes, fourplexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll convert those into condos. Um, and uh, i 'm not sure how they 're going to do the residential homes uh they 're going to convert those into two family homes and i don 't think they can make those into condos but they they are going to make large uh like like semi large uh, uh mansions into uh into uh condos possibly and then resell them down the road so they're they're they 're doing a different approach it 's a little um, and I mean, they must have a good team of people working with them to, uh, to, to, to start this process. I mean, cause they got to do renovations and uh, they got to do re- retrofitted to, for, for condos and, and apartments. Um, so it's hard to tell what their whole business plan is, but, um, I, I, get it. They, they see that in the last 20 years, real estate has been probably the best investment that anybody can have. And, and they're figuring let's put a billion dollars into uh, real estate Instead of building a condo building, let's, let's put a billion into real estate and see how fast we can uh, grow our equity. And I think I, – I get it. I mean, there, there are, a lot of people are not happy with it because they, they could end up, uh, you know, in smaller hubs, they can put a, a shortage of homes, which will increase the real estate values. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and it, would, those, would those homes be harder to sell after? Because now you have more than one family in there. If someone wanted to buy the house – now you have to evict basically, you know, one or two or three or four families.
1: You know what? In Vancouver, there is a ton of these houses like that because it was the only way people can afford right. to buy a house. Yeah. So uh, a friend of mine uh, bought a house 20 years ago. Uh, it's probably more than 20 years ago, uh, Rick, and, and they had to buy a house with an apartment in the basement they had to. Now, Vancouver allows this because they know that nobody can afford a house to buy on their own without <laughs> having an, a, a secondary income coming in to help pay for taxes and mortgages on this house. So, what they're doing is, is they're just copying what Vancouver has been doing for tw- over 20 years. And uh, so, especially in, in expensive city areas. So, now it makes a family that can't afford to buy this house, they can because they have rental income coming in to help support pay for their their mortgage so you're gonna you're gonna probably you know just like in Hamilton remember what we were talking about they were doing secondary uh, a secondary uh, home or a secondary uh, place to live like an in-law is, yes. you know turning uh, alleyway garages into apartments mm-hmm. this is no different than, than uh, doing something like that
2: interesting uh, question for Rob I bought a house but the deal didn't close what happens to my deposit being held by the listing brokerage
1: yeah, that that I get that I get that question asked all the time. And you know what the sad thing I have to tell them uh Rick I say well if they don't close then we need a mutual agreement for them to for you to get your deposit back. Now now now, that means you need to su- each party, the buyer and seller have to sign saying, OK, I didn't close, but I am going to forfeit. But some buyers say, no, no, I don't, I'm not going to forfeit it. That, if you need my signature to get my deposit, forget it. OK, <laughs> which doesn't happen because they can get sued. But the problem is that you don't have a mutual, a mutual agreement saying that we're parting ways. And sometimes the buyers will say they'll forfeit it because they don't want to be sued. But if they don't, you're stuck. You can't even sell the house because the guy's still tied to it. Yeah. So I, I, I came up, uh, I had my lawyer come up with this, and sometimes we put this clause in, in the agreement, which I think should be in every single agreement. But this is, the, this is what the clause says. So this is on the offer. It should be on every seller's offer. It is understood and irrevocably agreed by the buyer that should this transaction not close on time as scheduled, Uh, pursuant to the terms of this agreement of purchase and sale deposit the deposit uh, as paid to the buyer shall be forfeited in its entirety without claim as to the uh, as to the return of any uh, portion thereof and this shall constitute the buyer's irrevocable direction to the holder of the said deposit to release and to be to pay the said deposit to the seller as as he or she may so otherwise so basically if you don't close that deposit automatically gets sent to the seller. That's it. End of story. And 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 but people think that but it's not like that. Wow. I think you need to have a clause like that in every offer the
2: sellers we have one more segment to get to we'll talk a little bit about the golfy team's latest real estate market watch that's uh, landed in your mailbox you're listening to the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml
2: Our house. One more go around here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. And follow the Golfie team on social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Have a topic idea or a question for the golfy team email them questions at rob that's questions at rob um when you go to your mailbox whether it's at your house or you have one of those community mailboxes that i go to um we just get a flood of real estate handouts items you know hey i want to buy your house or you know there's this real estate team or this real estate person Uh, i gotta say rob the real estate market watch that the golfy team puts out is not only the biggest, but it's also the best because there's so much awesome information. It's not just hey, call us and buy a home. You're delivering some you know key items, whether it's you know average sale price, number of sales, you know the market activity in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, even the GTA. Um, stories about what's happening in the community. This is a well done uh, real estate market watch.
1: I appreciate that. We, and we know people want to know information and, and, and that's what we try to deliver. And then, uh, like, you know, people want to know like how the market is doing. So, and we just added to it, um, you know, basically, um, last month versus last year's the same month. Like, let's say the, the, the market watch that came out, uh, for June, we, we put May stats in there. Yeah. And you can't really right now compare May stats of 2021 versus 2020 because we know we're at the, you know, the beginning stages of the pandemic. So that's why we added uh, this uh, this month. Like May versus April, how the market's going, mm-hmm. and uh, so that it people can get an idea how the the, the market's changing from uh, uh, month to month. Currently, what that we're in in the last month or two. So, yeah, it, my
2: my guess is uh, if, if you didn't put the May versus April, you probably would have got a lot of calls to say, "Hey, I want to sell my house in Dundas for two hundred thirty five percent over what it was last year."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely, absolutely, and then people are looking at that, and a lot of you know what you know what it gives a lot of comfort. Uh, to people when they, uh, especially new new buyers that bought in the past year, they go, oh look at this, you know the average sale price in uh, uh, let's say on a Hamilton Mountain or Burlington was this last year. Look at it, look at it now, and, and they, there's a comfort level where they have, you know, they built some equity, especially young couples, you know, that, that married or or just getting together and uh they're looking at you know they're looking at their life how it's, it's progressing and and their net worth is prog- you know increasing and it's nice they like looking at that and and, and uh and it, it's a great thing to look at so let's just hope it continues that way there's no negatives going backwards <laughs> but but you know what if there is it's just a short term guys just want to let everybody know that if the market does change and it and it, and it dips a little bit. It doesn't mean it's, the market's dropped. It just means the market didn't go up as high as it did in the previous months. So you're not losing equity. It just means that there's just a little bit of a, a soft uh, and, and it, uh, just balancing that's going on. But I'll tell you, real estate is always the greatest investment in the world. You'll never, never lose on that. Uh, and, um, and I, I, you know, I'm glad I'm in this business. I love this business and, and I love seeing people, you know, grow and build equity in this business.
2: The market watch, uh, handout in your mailbox. Uh, there's also information on calling for a free home, uh, evaluation. There's also, and what caught my eye is an instant home estimate. If you go to golfy home value.com. So tell us a little bit about this.
1: Yeah. Did you try that? Uh, Rick? I, I haven't did yet. You, you go, go on, go on there, go and check it out. And you can actually get a a, a, a a general idea of what your home is worth. Now, now it gives you a range, right? And and I'll tell you something. It's I say about eighty five percent accurate. Huh. Like it's pretty. Yeah, it's eighty five. Now it doesn't work for every house. Like if you do commercials, uh, commercial homes, like they have commercial residential homes, uh, rural properties. It's a little more difficult. But but if you're in a in the uh, urban city area, uh, it, it'll 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 it, it's pretty good. So check it out. And, uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll appreciate it. It's, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good indicator just to get a feel of, you know, where you're at, uh, with what value your property probably could sell. Now, a lot of times we sell it a lot more than that, but sometimes it's pretty, like we're, it's, it's pretty accurate in, in, in a lot of cases, but yeah, you, you still. We still have to see the property, though. Interesting
2: stuff. That uh, website address, again, is golfyhomevalue.com for your instant home estimate. I'm going to try it out uh, a little later on today. And uh, should end off as well, uh, once again, the Golfy team celebrating graduates uh, from uh, in and around uh, the neighborhood, whether it's uh, high school, post-secondary, kindergarten, grade 8. If you have a grad in your households, uh, you can go to golfygrads.com for full contest details to get a... A free lawn sign to celebrate your graduate in your home. And you can also win surprises as well. So go to golfygrads.com. Rob, we got to fly. Thanks again for another fantastic program. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program, unless otherwise identified.